to celebrate their recent rebrand to Flumi and all of you guys at home are amazing listeners Kitty and Verity are very kindly offering a 10% discount across everything on their website I have obviously been looking at their website today I absolutely love it and I'm a huge fan of their affirmation pillar candles I think they look really cute and I'm so excited to buy one I know exactly where I'm going to put it in my house so all you have to do is go onto their website which is now www.heyflumi.com and put the discount code unsir20s10 at the checkout. Thank you so much to Verity and Kitty, so kind of you and I hope all of you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Uncertainties, the podcast for 20-somethings who don't quite have their shit together yet. I'm your host, Karis, and I started this podcast because the last few years have been a huge learning curve for me, entering the world of work, moving out of my family home, trying and often failing to live up to the challenges of being a fully-fledged adult. It can be overwhelming at the best of times, and I know that I'm not the only person who feels like this because I'm going to be speaking to a bunch of my friends and people that I admire about the struggles that they have faced and how they are able to absolutely smash life. My guests today began making candles as a lockdown hobby. Little did they know that after a few short weeks, they would find themselves being inspired to turn that hobby into a fully developed business. When they struggled to find high quality conscious products online, they decided it was time to carve out their own space and make their own brand. Enter Flumi, an earth conscious homeware brand creating products that are good for the home, mind and planet. And so it was that this small idea very quickly turned into a thriving business. With over 15,000 followers on Instagram, Flumi has been featured in Glamour, Pop Sugar, Stylist and Heat magazine. They've hired two additional team members and they've just celebrated their first birthday. They might be too modest to acknowledge this achievement, but their success comes as no surprise to the rest of us. Before becoming co-founders, Kitty studied textiles at uni and was a senior merchandising assistant at ASOS for over two years before quitting in 2021 to focus on Flumi full-time. And Verity worked at Gleam and in four short years went from coordinator to senior talent manager, implementing successful six-figure brand campaigns and was invited to speak at the Women in Leadership Empower Conference in March of 2020. With both having such impressive credentials, it's absolutely no surprise that they are moving from strength to strength. So welcome! Thank you! That was such a lovely intro! (laughs) You guys have also had quite an exciting day. You're doing your launch of your new line. Christmas launch tonight. This is really exciting. Yeah, I know. It's really exciting. Because you started with these candles, didn't you? So this is like kind of the re-emergence of like what the brand was to begin with. So it must be quite nice to like revisit it yeah we're bringing back one of our original scents um and orange and cinnamon it's so festive and so delicious oh it literally God, so smells nice. like michael buble defrosting yeah <laughs> it's so please good please tell me so that's how it's described <laughs> yeah. on the website <laughs> probably Bay one of our captions maybe <laughs> very exciting if my coding's gone well <laughs> <laughs> stressed about the coding (laughs) honestly I have so much respect for you I always keep saying I'm like I should really get into coding because I feel like it's such a good thing to do yeah Yeah. I was listening to a podcast the other day um the co uh the founder or ex-founder no not ex-founder he now has exited the business of Monzo he Mm. said that the key thing that anyone who who wants to start a business or anyone should learn now is coding yeah really it's like the most important skill you could have because like if you're a co-founder the most important thing will be like to find someone who can't code the most important thing to find will be someone who can code yeah oh my gosh that's so fascinating yeah to be honest with you apart from like I mean like create is it like kind of creating a website I'm honestly yeah. so clueless no yeah. I don't I don't even know. just saying I that I was like either. is that coding we, we or am Google, I completely like, in the dark when we need to do something we just google it and then there's somewhere a tutorial that shows Love you it. how to do it and then you just have to like yeah like copy and paste different snippets and add different bits that's I insane. know but I think so I, you've literally learned all of it through Google it, no as in like that's literally very basic yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah. actually know we how don't to code know how, I've got no idea how to code as in it's literally I just google what I need to do and then copy and paste but generally like younger people do know how to code now I think really yeah like um Talitha who's one of the girls who's just started oh, yeah, with yeah. us she, 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 she can kind of 
code bits here and there definitely no better way. than we can and quicker than we can just like they're taught it at school I think do you know what okay. now you're saying it I feel like when I used to do IT do you remember doing IT yeah. or was yeah. it ICT yeah, yeah, yeah. was it ICT uh, yeah. and I feel like they did try and teach us kind of how to code but it was like oh, make your really? own website and like all we would do is just make like a bright pink website that had like a banner <laughs> that was like CAD is cool and it just that. went like on the, did you not I just did like that touch was, typing oh yeah. my god touch typing how weird how random is that I know so I <laughs> that's all I remember I just remember like having a thing it was either that in ICT and then like someone would like run over to your computer when you went to the loo and type in like blue waffle and then you'd be like why have you done this to me why have you ruined my life it was like the most like naughtiest thing ever those two things together it's ridiculous yeah and we found out the other day that blue waffle apparently isn't a thing it's what? a myth it's so random it's a myth I know <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I know. What conversation so led to you? Yeah, it's like we actually know, but why did we, why did we find that? Out? We, we talk about it all the time. Yeah, on the top of our I conversation list. How that it's a myth, up, anyway. It's, it's not a real problem that you. You're have. joking, because no, also no. I remember there being like green. You know what? We shouldn't get too deep. That is really good to know, though, and I'm really happy that we've cleared up this conspiracy on this podcast. I wanted to ask. Obviously, I'm hitting you with the really hard questions right here. How did you come up with the name for Daily Flame? The idea was around, basically, like, the fact that you... At the time, particularly, we were using candles daily as part of, like, our ritual. So it was, like, lighting candles to, like, separate, you know, the morning when you want to be productive and that sort of thing to the evening when you want to, like, chill and have a glass of wine, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. So the idea was around, like, daily rituals. And then we... I think then the flame came because you can't trademark daily because it's a yeah it's, it's such like a word thing. right okay. and we were like we need something which makes us distinguishable and we didn't really want to be like candles and flame kind of fitted with our tone of voice mm-hmm. um, and now it's weird because now we actually call all candles flames pretty yeah much. it's really stuck to <laughs> yeah, be fair we do call them flames um, it just because yeah you just find yourself saying it randomly like sometimes I say it to. Just like someone that's not working with us. And I'm like, Sorry, I'm nice ca- I mean a candle. Yeah, like, I'll be in a shop. Like, do you have any flames? And I'm like, no. Wait, what? This is like you don't know what I mean. <laughs> flames, obviously mind. flames. Yeah. <laughs> How much more clear can I be? <laughs> I feel like um, also the brand is so kind of about. Yeah the routine of self-care which I love and I think it's something that we've all like really taken a lot of time to to like hone in on especially during lockdown so like we started making them and then we were like people will actually really like these and then people were like coming in to the house obviously when it was like safe to come into the house and like allowed and they were like God, their house smells so nice like what is that and we're like oh it's the candles we've been making and then it kind of just went from there I guess it was kind of an idea in our, our head that we wanted to go into business together in the sense that it was like, you know, we yeah. we have, like, skill sets that we felt that we could use. and That were, like, pretty complementary to each other. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it definitely was something that we wanted to do. But then, like, this just sort of made sense. And then mm. initially we thought that we'd start, like, making everything and then we soon realised that that was quite ambitious. And then we like found a really lovely supplier, a like manufacturer up in Harrogate. Um and things just sort of went from there really. God, that's so crazy. And then it's like I can't believe that it's it's been just over twelve months and how like far it's grown in such a quick period of time. It's insane. But um one thing that I love is you how much both of you and how much the brand champions small businesses. I when I was reading like your about you section on your website, you list a lot of like your favourite small businesses. Obviously you guys have um on your IGTV your lunch meetings, which I love yeah. and you're always talking to people from small businesses and I think it's something that you really credit and you really appreciate. And I know that um you've said how much small businesses were, um, like how much people loved small businesses, especially in 2020, and that really helped you to kind of grow your brand in the early stages. What is it about uh, being a small business that that you think is really kind of special and why do you champion it so much? I I feel like for me, it's like the additional, like the added extras you get, like the like love that goes into delivering that product to you. And I think yeah. like one thing that people underestimate, and I definitely, definitely underestimated before we set daily up, is that to get that product into your hands takes 
so much time, effort, yeah. thought, like so ev- many. There's logistical. so many elements yeah. to it mm. for sure. And like, not only that, but generally, small businesses will like you know put in a hundred to note or like say a special thank you or yeah or whatever whatever it might be that they do that's added extra. Um, and also like you know that when you place an order with a small business, there is a person on the end of their phone or wherever they're seeing that order come through that's like, you've made their day. Mm, exactly. Completely, yeah. Because you're also sort of getting a much more unique product in that sense. You know, it's not like mass produced. It's like a personal thing. It's been made. And with social media and everything now, you have so much more access directly to the founders of these small businesses so Mm. you sort of feel like you get to know them through like Instagram posts and stories and you feel like a connection to them and I feel like there's something so nice about investing in that and it feels so special and like when you can see all of like the behind the scenes like I love watching the behind the scenes of small businesses on social media like on their stories like one in particular Emma Warren design she does like these embroidered clothes and she does so many behind the scenes of her working with like her mum and her dog and she puts sweets in every order and like that kind of thing I think is just so nice yeah it really makes you want to because like you're not only investing like in the that. brand you're so right you're investing in the people and like you yeah. guys have actually like become the brand in itself really and haven't you it's just you? so lovely yeah exactly you become a part of it and you feel like you're all sort of like in it together like yeah it's really nice. totally I think small businesses and like that whole community is a really really supportive community and I think I love that you're really really engaged with it and I love the lunch meetings that you're doing who would you say? Because you've, you've, how many have you done now? You're on, are you on your third season? Second. Second season, yeah. okay. I think we've, 15, yeah, 16. Like, it feels like, yeah, you've had a lot. 20, something like that, yeah. Who would you say has been um, the person that you've loved, like just, you've absolutely loved their chat and like had so much kind of like wisdom and stuff to, to bring? That's so hard because I feel like there's yeah. been so many amazing guests. And, and I guess all, every guest has like different, different yeah, exactly. exactly. So they all bring something. Different. And like we learn something every time. I, I feel like um, Bolasols was yeah. Did she, you? Ha- she oh my was, god! How did I miss that? Did uh, you have Bolasol? Yeah, yeah, she is insane. Stop! Oh my gosh! And Wait, say a little bit about what she does. <laughs> so she's essentially like a I want to say like a finance coach type yeah. thing, but she um, gives all of her advice like. I mean, she gives so much free advice out on Instagram on her channel, so definitely follow her if you don't already. Like, so grateful, like, millennial, Gen Z people, just having someone who's, like, accessible and understands from, like, a normal point of view and isn't someone who has, like, you know, millions of pounds and is able to invest loads of money in X, Y, Z. Like, I feel like she has such an accessible approach. And, yeah, she she came on to speak to us, and I just found her really inspiring. It was, like, she she actually... It it was was so insightful. yeah. She just kind of, she, it was less her giving financial advice to us. It was more about like her business, her brand, um, and like her approach to life. And yeah, I just thought she was amazing. Yeah. Oh, what kind of, um, what kind of like advice or what was she kind of saying that really like stuck out in your head? It's like, okay, that's something that I'm going to bring into my own working life or like my own business. I think she said quite a lot of stuff about like authentic, authenticity and like just mm-hmm. being you essentially and mm-hmm. like being like fearlessly you. And that, resonated a lot yeah also what i think is really paramount about your business is that you wanted to create a brand that is very earth conscious and obviously i feel like this is really really um uh, topical because we've just come out of cop 26 um there are so many conversations happening right now around um like sustainability and especially starting a brand right now how do you think that's like really affected the way that you've approached your brand and like what have you done to really accommodate for that I think, I mean, it's obviously something that we're constantly trying to improve as well. I think that's worth saying, like, we're never going to be perfect. And it's always something like even just by existing, we always say, like, we're not the best, like, for the environment. So it's just something that's always at the forefront of our minds, basically, with every every single decision we make. We look into how we can make up. So like our packaging is like 100 percent recyclable, like reusable, biodegradable. And like it's definitely when we went into it and when we started daily, that was the, one of the most important things about founding our brand that we wanted to create but yeah I think like it's it, I, I think what Kit says is really interesting there because it's like I think if you start a brand you have to have an awareness that your yeah even existing any brand existing is having impact on the planet mm-hmm. like so you know brands who don't even think about it at all are having a, a very yeah. bad impact on the planet mm. but like the most like um sustainable thing you can do, buy is nothing 
Yeah. So <laughs> like, that is never by anything. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, and I think for that reason, it's so important that brands that do exist are making steps to reduce, like, you know, carbon offset, yeah. um, carbon offset for their employees, um, and go above and beyond that. And also make sure that any the suppliers that they're working with also have similar values, which is something that's been super important to us. Yeah. And because obviously there's there's well, you can make decisions for your brand, but you're still gonna be working with third parties. It's a huge so change. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so we always like to say that we're not perfect, but every decision we make will be made with the most like like conscious um uh, you know with our earth conscious hats on yeah totally yeah. um and yeah it's it is really important to us that you know we plant a tree for every order placed and we've placed we've obviously had over a thousand orders which means we've planted over a thousand trees which is epic and that's yeah. that's so cool and we love being able to do that with our customers as well because it's like it's something it feels like it's something we all do together collectively like it's yeah, yeah. Exactly. and it's like a bit of a reward as well for yeah. the purchase and yeah 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 it's like incentivizes almost people which i love as well yeah exactly. and also like i think offsetting because we we carbon offset for ourselves and all of our employees so mm. i think our um emily and Talitha also liked that because it yeah. just means like that then that's almost a weight off their not a weight off their mind but like I guess in a sense because you know that they're, they're then any like impact they're having generally in their day-to-day lives mm. is offset for the year that they're working with us the direction that we're moving in is definitely going to be more in that direction and we're looking to bring out a product which is again like trying to reduce landfill um don't want to say too much, but that is like our next year plan. Oh, to, yeah, that is our main goal. Um, yeah, create something which is better for the environment, reduces landfill, and reduces the like even the energy and impact taken it takes to recycle. Like it's sticking to your brand values, which I which I very much admire. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. Another thing that I think is part of your brand ethos is um, mental health, and like whenever I look at your page. And the way that your, oh sorry, your Instagram page and the way that you talk about your products, it's very much like in tandem with self-care, which I think is something that I, I kind yeah. of mentioned before. So yeah, I'm just quite intrigued to like hear how you value mental health and how it's like been really like an integral part of your brand. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, we so we started, like you said, with the main messaging of being self-care during lockdown. Everyone needed sort of a little pick-me-up with the candles. Yeah, and, totally. <laughs> um, that was obviously the whole idea with using 100% essential oils. They're all sort of tailored to be like mood boosting in different ways. Um, so it's, it's just always been such... We've always felt so passionately about it and right from the get-go. So when it came to the hiring process, it was just a no-brainer that that would be at the top of anything yeah. that we wanted to make clear that that would be a priority for us for them so like we have um we signed up to spill which is like this slack based um program where you can get instant access to therapy um either by message or one-to-ones or like courses um oh, wow, for like so all good. employees and it's all over it's all over slack and then um teams like video so it's super accessible um and yeah an absolutely amazing thing it's just incredible basically for it's been amazing for us um and then also just additional things you know like um what else have we included like a duvet day so just they can just you know if you're having a day where you're feeling a bit down or just a bit off like you can just let us know last minute just take it to yourself because i just think it's we just need we yeah it's a priority just like our physical health it's exactly the same and i yeah i think it's so so important the other thing we've always wanted to do is like i've always been really lucky at gleam because um They've always really prioritised having Christmas off. Yeah, like, we were really pleased to be able to give the girls Christmas off. Like, make make a real point. I feel that. very strongly about yeah, that. So oh I just my think god, it's totally. so nice. Such a nice thing to have. Just yeah. spend time with your family. Have that sort of like week or ten days or whatever it is. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. to chill. It's such a good perk. I just feel like people come back in the new year ready to yeah, go. Yeah, mm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah. When you have that like restful period as well, you're just like yeah. Exactly. You just mentioned actually um, working at Gleam and that being like really important. I was wondering with some of the stuff that you're like implementing, are these things that you've picked up from like business partners or friends or like previous places that you've worked in where you thought that's something that I want to bring to my own business? 
yeah, I'd say like the way Dom founded Gleam and the whole kind of culture and everything that he kind of created, there's so much of that that mm. I love and would love daily to also have. Yeah. Um, and there's definitely like steps that we've taken to kind of move it in that direction. I think just I what I loved what I love about Gleam is the kind of the trust element. Like it doesn't matter. I could have, you know, not been in the office from nine till five and they'd know I was doing my job because mm, yeah. I don't need to be anywhere particularly for them to know I'm working because they trust me and there's and I think like certainly we wanna have that kind of attitude with anyone who yeah. works at Daily, like they're absolutely trusted. We don't expect them to, you know, tell us ask us if they can go to a doctor's appointment and they just go. Yeah. And then like we you know, we know that just work around yeah, it. Yeah, around exactly. It. But I think one thing that is insane is you guys have honestly made um, starting a business during lockdown look so so easy and I know that <laughs> I know that for a fact that it's not what it seems at all it must no. be unbelievably difficult and I'm sure that it requires so much tenacity as business owners like in those especially in those first few months so I just wanted to know like for you what have been the biggest struggles like I think for me like one of the hardest things was the fact that well, you're still like we were working full time, like, yeah, and then doing it on the weekends and the evenings, getting up early before work and doing it, and just having that. It was so exciting because it was all new and we were learning so much. And like I've learned an unbelievable amount over the last year. Like it's mental. Um, but that for me was definitely one of the hardest things to balance because you're sort of trying to give everything. Well, I was sort of trying to give everything to my job in the day and then also wanting to give every all I had in the morning in the evening in the weekends and oh like God, that yeah. burnout and like just to like yeah, exhaustion was a lot but totally worth it now but that was definitely one of the hardest did you things. feel like you were able to find a balance in the end or was it just like those first few months you probably were kind of pushing yourself beyond burnout I don't know I feel like it sort of went in waves mm. because because it's like well the thing that we sell is seasonal and all of that so like autumn winter last year and like the first few months when we were just trying to learn everything get everything going get everything on its feet were like super hectic and then it was we'd have like a quieter period where we were like okay we can start to get things straight calm like sort of ease off a bit mm. the fact that we were in lockdown helped a lot because we weren't socializing obviously yeah. at all so the yeah. fact that we had that time like that time was really on our side um as soon as things started to open up again that sort of caused a little bit like just another hurdle because obviously we wanted to get out and see friends yeah, and family that we'd not seen ages totally um, yeah so then that was like a, just another readjustment it's just been sort of it's just been it's, it's gone in it's ebbs and, and flows <laughs> exactly exactly and we've just had to take it as it comes and reevaluate what we're our timing and what we're doing at each stage really yeah totally what about you guys i feel like similarly I, I when lockdown was obviously in full flow it it was kind of great in a way because it was like we could give our we had like to do yes. Yeah. yes like yeah. it was like yeah. we weren't just watching tv bored, like yeah. i felt like we were doing something exciting that was like really yeah like challenging us and like that was great it was yeah. actually must be so nice because it gives you like i mean similar to kind of doing the podcast like a little bit of purpose yeah it yeah. makes you feel as though like even if no one else knows, you feel like your day is purposeful again yes. because you're like, okay, I've got this thing got that I'm working do, on, I've got a do. project. Yeah. But I think it's what a lot of people did during lockdown was like doing their own little projects, which yeah. really worked. That's exactly it. It yeah. felt like something we were doing which had a purpose. And also at the time, um, at my work at Gleam, it had really slowed down because of the pandemic. It was kind of like that wasn't as high pressure yeah whereas normally it was a very 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 high pressure yeah and like daily was you know something which was really purposeful and really useful so like that was great and I loved it the like added challenge then but then it was like gleam started like picking yeah. back up like all the work that hadn't happened had like, like catching up with you and like as we went into 2021 it was like all yeah. of this like gleam work and it was like seriously <laughs> seriously like high pressure plus daily which was like high pressure because we you know you're just starting a business yeah yeah plus people then actually wanting to see you again you're like oh my god i don't actually there are some, not yeah, enough hours in the day to, yeah yeah and do it, you feel like you were compromising on things like do you think that your 
friendships or like relationships did were compromised in those in those months yeah definitely it was like for me it was friendships and relationships I'd say yeah Um, not my friendship with Kitty (laughs) (laughs) well luckily you guys live together right (laughs) so it's like a lot of time together (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah no other friendships relationships for sure like they they I I couldn't spend any time with people Mm. Um, and yeah and I think then like it's it was about getting into like a routine really like it was about getting up pretty early and doing Mm. it then and and kind of making sure you're getting out of the house and all those sorts of things and I do feel like we found a like we found a flow with that Mm -hmm. and having like our meetings like because obviously yeah we live together so it really helps we could organize like a a. 7am meeting for the two of us to just like go through things and like we did get into a good routine with that we did find our feet that is really good and also I guess um is it hard because um, we've obviously been talking a lot about self-care and mental mm. health and then <laughs> yeah and then there and we are. I hate to use the phrase burning the candle at both ends <laughs> but genuinely like burning the candle at both ends like do you feel like it was a bit of a struggle because you're trying to like and obviously all of you wants to be um, promoting like having good mental health and like yeah. having that balance and that but then at the same time having to juggle two really demanding jobs yeah for sure because you always like I always anytime I was doing anything else for me so like going out for dinner or like doing something always at the back of my mind I would be thinking like I really need to be at home like doing whatever it yeah was. do you like, find it's hard to switch off so yeah it, it is hard because when it's your own thing there's always there's always something else that you could you know there's always something else yeah that you could it's like a never-ending list yeah, yeah like and you think of all these random ideas at all hours of the day and you're like oh I need to do that now and like it's sort of like because you feel so strongly and passionately about it um but I'm definitely really aware of it and I'm aware of how I feel when I'm like when it's too much mm. and I'm like I definitely feel like I've I've got better at it and got better at just like putting my phone away and just being like okay I'm, yeah. I'm not having, looking at my phone for like the next few hours for this evening or whatever I'm doing and then focusing on time off for whatever yeah or whatever I've chosen to do for yeah. my time off but I definitely feel like I've got better at it but do you have to like hard. put quite strict rules in place to be like okay I'm not gonna do anything business related from yeah. eight thirty onwards or if I get to, you know, point six of my to-do list, like, I'm going to leave the rest of it for the next day. Because I, I yeah. totally get that, where it's just, like, everything's always, like, niggling in the back mm. of your head, isn't it? Like, I could be doing this right now. I could be doing this. Yeah, and it's, like, this weird underlying feeling of guilt, which you know you shouldn't feel, because everyone should have time off oh and my should God, have totally. time to do it. Like, it's so important. But then there's just this, like, you're sort of battling with this feeling where you're like, I should be doing this. Like, what if I could, like, I know. Even when you're just, like, it's, like, the evening, it's, like, 9pm, you might be just, like, watching tv or something but like you're on the sofa and you're like should i be on on the sofa like should i be on my laptop and then you're like no it's really interesting i read online where it was like oh a lot of people there's like a bit of a mentality where rest should be earned and it's like no rest is just like everyone needs but like it's It's a basic thing and i think we've kind of almost like glamorize hustle culture to the point where we feel like we have to earn yeah, rest absolutely. all the time where it's like if I haven't worked you know a 16 hour day then I don't deserve this it's like no 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 like yeah that's just like a basic human thing that everyone needs to rest all the time yeah <laughs> also you guys have just spoken about living together I imagine as business owners there are amazing benefits to that but maybe you will say some things that are quite tricky I think we probably already touched on it the fact that it's probably quite hard to then switch off if Mm. you guys live together yeah what would you say are the best things about being business owners best friends and housemates and what would you say like (laughs) not to slag each other off because I don't think we've had enough wine for that yet but like what do you think are the like really great parts about it for me the best thing is like I sometimes like there'll be points as we've kind of already discussed where like it's you know things are really really hard and you feel like maybe you know there's always those points when you're starting something that like you know things haven't gone as you planned and you're really upset about it and I feel like in having like a best friend doing it with you because it's yours as well you are you do get so upset about it and if Kitty's like for whatever reason in a better mood or she's feeling more positive (laughs) I didn't mean it like that but like she'll she'll be she'll then make me feel better yeah about her. that's yeah. so nice so exactly. I think that's like I can't imagine what it'd be like if you didn't have that yeah we're both there like we can answer each other's questions instantly we can like have meetings at random times of the yeah. day which makes it so accessible and means we can like progress faster probably than having to try and organize like calls and like all of that stuff like it's great I think it were I think it works 
really well and yeah it's just been it's just been really fun mm. it works nicely as well because of like the other people that we live with also have their own businesses so like we also live with other people that we can do you, get wait, so do you not much... live just the two of you no yeah. there's five of us what the <laughs> hell are you joking no how the hell did i not know this i've always thought that you guys live just the two no. of you but yeah sorry so you live yeah, with five people there's five of us. so how do you that's so interesting so how do they find living with business i guess actually that's quite nice well, because it is this is what i was going to say like i found it interesting that you said that was your pro because that is a pro for me as well but i think like perhaps that like sitting outward is not such a great thing often for like the work-life balance element that we were no, talking yeah. about because oh, it's really? like I could come in, you know, off. storm in, have my mind on like I don't know email marketing, and Katie can be like chilling. I can be, TV. <laughs> I can be in my switch off time. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be like, excuse me, actually, I'm relaxing. <laughs> my phone is Katie's over there right yeah. now. Yeah. And like <laughs> vice versa, like it's that's that. No, problem. yeah, for sure. And like I think can't switch off. From it's it. hard to switch off, but yeah. then also I don't really like it's. I also don't really care about that because normally I'll probably, even if I am I'm in my chill out time, like I will want to think, talk about that. Yeah. But our housemates <laughs> probably don't want to hear about it. Are they that. like, uh, duh, 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 duh. Yeah. yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah, they had to ask us to top, stop talking about it so much. <laughs> really? Like we couldn't stop. That was right at the beginning, though. No, well. and I get, no, I totally get that. <laughs> what would you say is the thing that like balances you out also like the best? Like what would you say that Kitty has that like, you know, you might like that balances you out in the company and like vice versa, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, in terms of in terms of like daily and work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say like Verity's very good at like getting things done and putting things in the diary and getting dates done. Whereas <laughs> right, like, like I'm more like we can just do that next week. And like that's a terrible flaw. And it, like <laughs> Verity's great at that and I need her for that. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I need her for that. I'd say like Kitty's really good at well, she's very creative, but Kitty's very like nurturing and kind and like has all of those elements and like so with like third party partners and stuff like she's definitely the best person to be speaking to them and like (laughs) nurturing those relationships I think so like I think that's probably (laughs) the one you balance out the most but she's also really like creative and I'm not creative at all it's also just like so nice to talk about how you've been able to create an amazing brand because when I asked you about what you felt uncertain about especially you Kitty Mm. you mentioned career it's like one of the things that you felt the most uncertain about Mm. and something that I found really interesting is you saying like you never realized that you had like were able to build a business for yourself you just didn't know that you were like capable of it so I just yeah I wanted you to like talk a little little bit more about that and like how doing daily has kind of like helped you to kind of it's literally helped me in every way like it's unbelievable but yeah like when I was at school and then uni I just I never considered even that not that I not even that I couldn't do it like I never even thought about it even as an option Mm. like I just never ever thought like oh I could have my own thing or run my own thing like I always thought like okay I'm gonna finish school then I'm gonna go to uni and I absolutely loved loved my degree but it was always sort of a mindset that I had that it was like oh it's really difficult to get a job in that um like sector it's really hard you have to go through lots of like unpaid internships and all of those sort of things Mm. so I was always very sort of like unsure because I loved that but then I was like oh well what if I can't do it I had basically had like very low confidence essentially in like any sort of ability and I was like okay well what should I do like had no idea graduated uni and then um had a year like went traveling had a year off um still then like wasn't really thinking like I wasn't thinking I was just literally living in the day like I wasn't thinking about like what am I going to do when I get back or like was I was just sort of having enjoying myself um and then I just sort of I got I just had no idea I literally it's so strange looking back on it because I just really didn't I didn't think about what I enjoyed doing and like what I was good at I was just like I need to get a job in London and I need to move to London like that's what that's what I need to do so I just like took the first job basically that I was offered moved to London and then you know like then everyone else is in London you just have fun like I was I was working it was fine I wasn't thinking too much about it and then like time goes on and then you're there for like I was there for like 18 months or something and then I was like okay now I need to I need to go into a sector that's slightly more tailored to like my interests and things that's why I went to ASOS um but again my role within ASOS wasn't 
it was very like numerical right it wasn't um, actually leaning into the creativity part not of it. at all no it was it yeah it was like spreadsheets maths that sort of thing um forecasting and sales and i was again it just wasn't my strength like mm. it wasn't but i still i don't know what it was yeah i just still hadn't considered i hadn't just stopped to think like okay i need to i need to just like rein this in for a second think about like what do i actually want to do i just yeah. still felt really unsure the whole time i knew i wasn't doing like what i what i wanted to do or what i was even good at but i just felt really lost i don't know i just felt like i needed to be in london then obviously once you move you need to pay rent yeah and like once as soon as you steep. have that responsibility you're, you're like, like well shit. i'm stuck like i was like well what am i gonna do like yeah it, so really i should have taken more time after uni but I just was in this sort of rush essentially but I mean looking back I don't like regret any of that because had mm. I taken more time I wouldn't have been able to like li- like things wouldn't have worked out like I've been able to live with all of my best friends and all of that so it's worked out so well mm. um but yeah it's definitely been the most uncertain sort of period of time I would say like my my early 20s even then I think if if like we hadn't started daily I'd probably still be feeling like slightly unsure I don't know what I'd be doing but yeah because yeah I just feel so much more myself and like able when I'm like being creative and yeah it's made a huge difference what would you say if you could like go back and like talk to post-grad Kitty would you be like girl lean into your Absolutely. lean into your passions more. yeah because like over the last year like building daily with verity like my confidence has grown so much just from having to speak to so many new people and ha- just go go through so many new experiences and learn so much on the go i definitely am i'm so much more confident we always joke because when i started uni i i really i was i lacked so much confidence i was like this tiny mouse and i just like latched i latched onto verity and like verity just like did all of the talking for me and i just like was behind her like this shadow for like the first few months she like we always joke she like made all my friends for me kitty just like this is kitty i was just with your personality came out like six months in but i knew your personality it was there it was there it's hard and yet so yes and there were a lot of big personalities at uni yeah you're like competing for that you're just like I just couldn't. I I think we just have different coping. My coping mechanism when I'm nervous is just to talk loads. Oh my god, same. So like we made a good pair. Yeah. (laughs) I talk for Kitty and Kitty would just listen to me. I would just be there like smiling, like I think yeah, I think it would just be to just go for it. Just have confidence and know that you can make a living and like make something out of what you enjoy doing. I don't know if it was I think it was lucky that I found Gleam. Did I, you know about it when you were at uni? Is that yes. where you did your interns and stuff? Interns? No, I didn't. I just did. I thought because I couldn't like to get an internship at Gleam would be almost impossible, especially ten years ago because everyone wanted internships at Gleam. Oh, really? Was it, it was like the leading kind of? Yeah, like it was the first digital talent agency, right? Okay. Um, and it like managed all the original talent, like Zoella, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and and oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so right. like Dom founded it before. Like he's essentially like a pioneer in the influencer marketing space. Um, so. Yeah, I was I was lucky to get that job when I did, but I feel like I took steps which would take me in that direction because right. I knew that I wanted to work in that kind of area. Mm. Um, also, what was it like to then go back to Leeds to do the talk? It was called, I did say it in the introduction, the Women in Leadership. <laughs> I've actually forgotten what it was called. One second. Women in Leadership Empower Conference last year. It was like, I'm guessing that's not your first time being back at Leeds, right? It was. Shut up. Yeah, actually. It was so <laughs> it weird. weird. That was the weirdest I, part. Really? Like I, like, I remember being in a taxi and going past, like, the Parkinson building. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Bakery 161. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I remember it was such a nice day as well. And, like, oh. I was just so, like, I just felt so nostalgic. Like, Did you? Did you I feel left. like you were literally, like... 18 again being like oh my god yeah like so when I left that city I was thinking like oh, I was a completely different person yeah like just so much younger so much like less confidence in myself and like it was just really weird to come back and be like as if this is so weird <laughs> and like yeah it was great and it was really nice to talk to all the students and stuff like yeah. hear what their like plans and aspirations are like it was yeah it was a really really great experience I loved it really I also just wanted to talk a little bit about role models and mentors. Um, who would you guys say are really integral, like, role models and mentors that have really helped you 
in not only your career but just your life generally i i feel like i i don't have like one specific one like i t- try to take lots of different advice from lots of different people and like before i make decisions i tend to speak to lots of people yeah um and it's always people i actually know as well like i don't i i'm not really one for being like i don't know beyonce yeah beyonce yeah yeah, exactly it's like because i feel like you can't actually learn it's so far yeah yeah Yeah, exactly far removed i get that um so i think like I mean, I, I always speak to, like there's so many various different people that I speak to, but like I do speak to like Dom Smales, who's the founder of Gleam. I speak to like my dad. I speak to like my brother about decisions yeah. that I make. Um, Grace, obviously, like the team at Tala are amazing. Um, and I think for me, it's more about like learning little bits from different people. Like I learn bits from Kitty, like if from working with her for the last 12 months, like, you and like our housemates I learn bits from and I all like they're all kind of role models in their own right that's kind of who my role models yeah I like that what about you yeah similarly to be fair um I think like on a personal level like my family I lean on so much like emotionally and for like general like life advice and anything like that um like my parents and my brother really I like really really depend on them and love them for that um in terms of like daily and things I mean like like Verity said like very similarly to be fair there's a whole host of people um like exactly the same like I learned so much from Verity and then Ed my boyfriend he runs his own business and I learned so much from him I like really really value his opinion um and then just also other other small business owners that we follow and that on Instagram and that we've watched their journey and like I've touched on earlier when they talk about their own struggles or things they've overcome or like their behind the scenes and how they're doing things I feel like there's so much to learn on social media and through their platforms um I love that as well and I find that so interesting I learn yeah so it's a whole host of things, really. I feel like yeah. that's interesting because that social media thing, it, like, bridges the gap between, like, what I was talking about with, like, Beyonce and, like, actual real-life people that you're kind of getting that knowledge yeah. from people who've experienced it in, like, a, a kind of, like, authentic and relatable way as opposed yeah. to being, like, so-and-so is my role model. Do you... That actually must be so great. Are there some, like, key podcasts that you listen to that are, like, incredibly helpful for business owners? And- yeah, like, I listen to, like, more general ones, like, so how I built this is... a obviously an amazing really famous one diary of a ceo um which is stephen bartlett's podcast um i and he speak he has so many amazing guests on there mm. and then like i actually listen to like really like e-commerce specific ones which are like <laughs> not something that like they're not big podcasts they're done by like people who've like worked in in like e-commerce or you know in retail or whatever and then yeah. they put on podcasts about you know wholesale and pricing strategies and all that sort of thing um so yeah like a whole host of podcasts i listen to ah, sorry there is actually one thing that i do want to touch on really quickly before i ask you guys your final question which i asked both of you about womanhood or adulthood verity i loved your answer because um we've actually kind of touched on it a little bit but you spoke a lot about um kind of navigating a business or like navigating this industry as a woman and how you feel like you've had to make decisions with the mindset of kind of thinking like as a man Mm. if that makes sense Mm. and how to reject that notion or like how you can kind of reject and embrace it at the same time Mm. I guess and I just think it's really interesting because I think what you guys have spoken a lot about is like the importance of hard and soft skills and like how important it is to kind of marry those two things together to make a really really successful business mm-hmm. which is obviously like case in point the fact that you've created something this big in like 12 months yeah I feel like I just like kind of like put all my thoughts down in paper and <laughs> I didn't really like format it very well but I think when I was younger I think I've always I think generally and culturally like women are taught that like you know being gentle is better and you know we must I don't want to say be meek but like you, you know don't know don't necessarily negotiate because that's a bit rude and don't say disagree with someone because mm. that's rude whereas like I felt like certainly like my brother and it's, this isn't on my parents because they did an amazing amazing job and they didn't like 
treat me or my brother differently. I think it's more of a cultural thing. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, my, even, like, the schools, like, our schools, like, taught us different things. Like, he was taught to, like, negotiate more and, you know, be forthcoming about his opinions and I wasn't necessarily taught that in the same way or even taught that, like, I would do well in a corporate environment like almost as though I would do better in a nurturing maybe like a teacher or something like that and I do feel like that was really prevalent when I was growing up um and I think like in order to progress even in a very very female heavy environment in the last five years of my career like I've had to be really careful about how I'm behaving and learn to adopt what I would consider those I don't want to say masculine traits because it's not masculine. Like yeah. you can be feminine and do all of those things. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. But like those kind of more hard sell, kind of like negotiation, like not worrying so much if people like you because it doesn't mm. really matter if people like, like all of those skills that, I, that I've almost like in many ways like gone quite far that way, which was great because I think you need to be, have all of those things to do well in the corporate environment. But I found like when... I started daily actually it's not really it's those skills aren't that useful then Mm. (laughs) because you're almost negotiating from like a completely different point in that like you're you know you're just starting something like you you know you need to use both sides of the coin Yeah. yeah totally and I think like that's really taught me that it's not it's like a mixture of both which is like where the magic happens Mm. and if, but finding that and making it work and like making it work for you is actually quite difficult and I often see myself feel or hear myself being like quite assertive and quite like corporate and I'm like actually that's not that useful for that situation but like it's been a learning that I've had mm. to kind of navigate yeah definitely and then I guess like adulthood I guess is just like just winging it like the longer <laughs> like the yeah. more the years yeah. go by I'm just like 10 years like when I was 17 I would think oh god when I'm 27 I'll have done this and I'll feel like this and I'll do this and then you just realize that actually (laughs) you don't like you know it's just like you just learn on the go Mm. just winging everything yeah (laughs) and taking it as it comes and I also think it's about like just not taking stuff too seriously absolutely I just think like if you're not having fun then like you need to change something um as we get to the end of the podcast there are two questions that i usually ask all of my guests the first being what do you feel the most uncertain about right now like right this second probably your coding <laughs> no. yeah probably to that, be fair that sounded I'm like i just threw a now. little shade at you and i actually really want i really want to take that back because i as soon as I, those no, words you're left about... to my mouth i was like that no sounded i mean really to bitchy. be honest you're spot on <laughs> I mean, oh, who knows how that's gone. I'm going to need to check that <laughs> this evening. Um, it's spot on. Other than that, what else, am I, what else am I unsure about? Oh, God. I mean, I guess, like, I don't know where I'm going to be living in a year's time. We've got a year left in the house, and then we're all going to be moving on. Um, oh no idea God. if it's going to be in London, out of London. Um, we've got no idea at the moment, and we probably won't until quite a lot like closer to next October which is when we're moving Um, so that's something that's uncertain at the moment because when you're trying to plan for things everything really life daily you know you can't really speak about where where you're going to be yeah and also Um, it's a bit daunting thinking about you guys uh, still being part of the business but like living separately well I hope by then the thing is I try not to think about it too much because I'm assuming that like because a lot changed change yeah a lot will have changed by then yeah you just kind of have to take it as it comes really exactly um and obviously like well I'm finishing at Gleam at the end of the year and then I'll hopefully like we'll hopefully be making more progress because we'll be putting more time into daily and yeah you know Maybe by then we'll have offices or whatever, yeah. like a shared space, which we can go to at least once or twice a week. Yeah. Um, that's the dream. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I try try not to think about it too much. Yeah. We'll just, we just we'll work it out know. when we have yeah, more we'll of an idea. Yeah, cross that bridge when it comes yeah. to it. Yeah, I like that. And what do you feel the most certain about right now? <laughs> <laughs> You're coding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Funny you say that. Um, what do I feel the most certain about right now? Um, 
I think like the direction everything's going in and like I feel certain so I'm not in like a full-time job at the moment um I'm like able to put my time into daily and like other creative avenues to try and um establish that and I feel it feels really right and I'm like waking up every morning and loving it and just like I'm I look forward to like opening my laptop and starting early and like having the day and working um so yeah it feels right and I feel yeah I feel certain about the sort of direction that I'm going in with that nice that must feel so nice as well to like because it it makes such a difference you know what it's like to be in a job that you haven't your heart hasn't been in it so then when you are doing something and you're loving it it's like you know yeah Yeah, it's like so nice it's like like, so rewarding you're like yes okay things like everything's turning like the wheels are all like in place yeah. That was not the the, the imagery that I was looking no, for. But what I was know it what like the mean. clogs? You know what I mean. Exactly, you know I mean. and like obviously there are bumps in the road, and there are things that happen, and there are always going to be difficult times in whatever work you do. But like you need, you should enjoy it, and it's yeah, waking up and actually enjoying what I'm doing is like great. It's yeah. a really lovely feeling. Yeah, and what about you, Verity? It's funny because my I feel like what I'm uncertain about is similarly what I'm certain about. Yeah, like I'm uncertain because. I'm leaving my career, which I've built so hard, like I've built and spent so long trying to build, but then I'm certain that that's the right decision for now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, it's a really funny one because like there's uncertainty and like sadness and leaving Gleam and leaving my career there. But there's like certainty in like, this is the time to give this a go. Yeah. And like, I need to throw my all into it because it's not working doing both, so. Yeah, it's like it's it's they're yeah. kind of one and the same in a yeah. weird way. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Guys, thank you so thank much you. for coming so on for having podcast. us. It's been so nice. It's been um, so lovely. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely loved it. Me it's too. been great. <laughs> I feel like it's just been like a chat, nice yeah. chill chat. chat. Uh, no, 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 thank you, genuinely so much. And, and thank you for so welcome. The, thank you for supporting our business as well. Yeah. Oh my god, no, no thank you course. so much. I'm definitely going to be buying more. Honestly, I'm like obsessed with candles. Like, <laughs> getting a little same. bit. Uh, unhealthy <laughs> oh thank you so much guys and we will be back for another episode <laughs> very soon thank you bye